we want to enhance public spaces and lift up the vision of our city, not only for people who live here, but to make it welcoming to other people who come from outside. Today on Doing Good, the podcast, making the world better through art. But wait, wait, you say, I'm not an artist, you say, I I can't even color between the lines, you say. Okay, hang with us here, hang with us, because, hey, art is great. The great thinker Thomas Merton once said it, art enables us to find ourselves, to lose ourselves at the same time. These days, finding yourself and losing yourself sounds like a great idea, right? Well, in a day when we are bombarded by images all day long, How long, how often do you stop and savor someone's beautiful artistic creation? Just enjoy it. And in communities where the arts maybe aren't as emphasized as others, it's even harder to do. Today on Doing Good, the podcast, you will hear about an initiative to celebrate the arts in the hills of Appalachia. You'll hear how a scrappy group of volunteers is finding ways to turn plain old brick walls or street corners, even utility poles, into canvases of creativity. And in so doing, they're making their community an even better place to live. We think you're going to be inspired by their stories and bring some beauty through art into your world. Hi, everyone. My name is Susanna. And I'm Elijah. Welcome to Doing Good, the podcast where we and our parents talk about the good that's happening in our community and the people that are making those good things happen. So we actually just kind of sit here until we're told to talk, but we're actually the funny ones, so stick around and listen. Good morning, sunshines. But I'm listening to this in the afternoon. Well... Good afternoon. I always say good morning. When I walk into swim practice, I always say good morning. Don't Hi, I? It never afternoon. gets old. Yeah, but that's yeah. partly because some of the time you've just woken up. Yeah. Yeah. But that's that's my thing. Good morning. Okay. Good morning. I good could morning. be going to bed. Good morning. Whatever time of day it is you're watching, listening. That's like in the Truman Show. So this is a movie from the 90s, maybe early 2000s. It's a Jim Carrey movie. Have and you seen that, Susanna? I have he, not. It's a good movie. would greet everybody. Good morning. And if I don't see you later, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. It's Jim Carrey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jim Carrey's a, cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a great movie. I love it. Yeah. It is a good movie. It's a little disturbing. Well, I mean, come on, but what's not? That is so Life vanilla is with movies. Life is a little disturbing, don't you think? <laughs> it's so vanilla with movies. Yeah. He, like, yeah. He, he thinks like a Pixar movie is like oh. upwards of that like scene scary. Where Nemo. Like, oh, yeah. And Nemo's dad. Finding Nemo terrifying the sharks. And the mom gets killed. I'm sorry. Well, you got to have a little conflict, Josh. I mean, that's all of literature, right? It's all. No, he likes. It's all of art. Meditation podcast. (laughs) No conflict. It's the conflict. You know, man versus man, man versus nature, man versus himself. Speaking of man versus (laughs) yourself, how how was your Valentine's Day, Susanna? Um, I'm single. But I love Valentine's Day because it's just, it's happy. People are really, really happy on that day. Yeah. Single. Well, unless you're really sad. That you're saying about Valentine's Day. I'm not a sad person. No. No, she's not, Becky, because she's doing good. Is she doing good? Yeah, dude. Yeah. So it's not yet been established on this episode. We're back with Doing Good, the podcast. I'm here with Elijah, Mr. Josh, and my mother. Just in case you forgot where you're in case You're not sure where you've landed. Coming up, we're going to talk about art and and beauty and um, And happiness. Can we just talk about the art of good chocolate? Ooh, for Valentine's Valentine's Day? Yeah. Did you get any? No. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I know okay. people who boycott who boycott the day who have boycotted the day by now. Uh, they think it's it is because they're those single. Manu- well, well, actually, someone I know who is is married, and they just think it's like one of those fabricated days, and they just are not going to do it. They're not going to wait in line at a restaurant. Yeah. And it's not- all about capitalism. It's you- a hallmark holiday, that's for sure. But um, I don't know. It's nice to have a day to sort of focus on. Um, showing outward demonstrations of love to the people who you care about. That's kind of one of our focus points here at Doing Good, the podcast. Demonstrating good things, loving people, show, showing good happiness, right? 
Well, that was an interesting sort of uh, no. I think it is. Even if you don't have a love in your life, you can make well, not a romantic love. There's plenty of love all around. Love yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think it's nice to have a day where you specifically focus on um, outward demonstrations of the of love. And something you love to do, gifting yeah. as a way of love. And it doesn't yeah. have to be romantic love. And it, you know, it can be friendship love, or yeah. it can be, it can be just appreciation. Yeah, love and appreciation for the people who help make the world run. Love that. So maybe, maybe February fourteenth is love your English checker day. Well, hopefully, cashier. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Excuse yeah, you. Okay. Yeah. Not the checker. I, I'm not getting my cashier's chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. What do you Said the bag to boy. be good chocolate? Good chocolate? Good chocolate. Um, I like dark chocolate that has like stuff in it, like if it's caramel. Like oh. boogers. Boogers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, basically. So you like dark chocolate with caramel. Boogers. Or like the... Um, caramel is not boogers. My dad's insane. He doesn't like this, but I love like dark chocolate and, and orange, like those flavors oh, yeah. together. Ew. Ew. He, I, I, y'all Thank weird. you, Susanna. You see? No, I agree. Yeah, yeah she, she understands there. that. I can yeah, get fist, there. Or even bump. worse. No, fist, fist yeah. bump. Uh, even worse. Mint. 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 What is wrong? Oh, you too. Disgusting. You two were vibing on your food uh, disagreements. (laughs) And and Elijah and I are vibing on our food affiliation. Yeah, but we're with the majority of people. You are. You are. People love mint chocolate. People love orange and chocolate. I just think absolutely not. Let me guess. You guys don't like peanut butter and chocolate. Oh, that's good. No, I like that. Okay. We're on the this same bomb. page. <laughs> who would, That's a little scary to who me. Who would actually. eat yeah. chocolate right after brushing their teeth? That's that is not exactly what. It tastes what like. Yes, it is. Have you ever had a peppermint patty? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Toothpaste. Oh, love a good York peppermint oh patty. Gosh. Yeah, you see. Air five. <laughs> yeah, the- no. Yeah. This oh, is just depressing. Well, that is so sad. Okay, so we're moving towards St. Patrick's Day. And uh, and so, you know, now's the time to go out and buy some chocolate. Because <laughs> it's on sale. I love St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. Why, yeah. Uh, why do you love St. Patrick's Day? I guess I feel the I'm way like that way that some people I'm 50% Irish. Yeah, but what, I mean, what do you do? What do you celebrate on St. Patrick's Day except you get drunk? Uh-huh. And uh, of you course. eat cabbage? Uh-huh. Well, I do like Irish food. Not just the cabbage part, like the Boiled actual good stuff. Cabbage? Okay, if you go to the UK, all the <laughs> stuff kind of sucks. It's the like the romanticized version of the food that I like. Um, but it's like corned beef? Yeah, that's good. That's boiled meat. To all it's our Irish a, listeners who are beloved fans of St. Patrick, oh we want gosh. to uh, tell you yeah, that my this Irish is people just out there a joke. Becky really does love St. Patrick's. I Day. don't love boiled meat and cabbage. <laughs> I'm not. But it's better than that. You get like sauerkraut, all these different. You don't even like that, do you? But soda bread. Yeah, that's like a really bland cracker. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> I know, but then you get it's like a celebration of spring. It's like spring's coming, everything's green, you're wearing green. Elijah, do you know who St. Patrick was? He's a little Irishman. Who, yes. Who, who reportedly like led all the snakes out of Ireland. Good for him. I can support. No, I'm for that. No snakes is a good thing in my world. No. But it's like, how do you get a holiday where you get really, really inebriated out of that? It's because they're Irish. That's the main thing. Yeah, like so The Irish could create a holiday out of anything. They could have a sobriety um holiday that it was they would get drunk on like it, it <laughs> let's doesn't think really about, matter let's think about every holiday don't people use that as an excuse to get new for every holiday okay yeah. let's name a few but that's fourth all. of july but thanksgiving halloween i'm Christmas, just saying it's like new a fun Year's. tradition i'm not saying it's my favorite holiday it's kind of like like valentine's day it's not an amazing holiday it's not a national holiday it's just it's a fun holiday. It's Okay, mom doesn't get to celebrate this year. Becky, you look great in green. You know what? I'm not even going to get you a cabbage this year. Yeah. <laughs> That's what? more cabbage for us. I don't get a cabbage this year. Um, no. Okay, can, can we disclose <sighs> that your mother is Korean? Yeah. So you grew up eating cabbage with a lot of spice on it, calling it kimchi. So yeah. I could see a boiled pot of an Irish boiled pot with just cabbage rolling around in some water. 
I literally cannot handle the smell of Good. boiled cabbage. I don't like cabbage either. I don't think of Irish food. But and you cabbage. like kimchi. I think of potatoes. Okay, yeah, potatoes. You like potatoes. But just boiled potatoes? That's not just boiled. You can You can do lots of things with potatoes, but the Irish don't. All they do is boil them. I love how Becky Quixote is taking down the, the windmill <laughs> of the St. Patrick's Day holiday. I didn't know you hated green so much. I don't. I don't hate it. I'm just like, we were talking about Valentine's Day and how people don't like Valentine's Day. Yeah. Because it's a made-up holiday. One rose costs 15 and bucks. I can see. The value of Valentine's Day, though, I literally cannot see the value of St. Patrick's Day. Well, they dye the river green in Chicago. That's yeah, true. I know, but but why? Because turn green. Celebrating. People need something to do. <laughs> okay. Stare at a green cesspool of a river. I feel yes. Like it's also pollute a celebration the waters. Of spring, don't you? Isn't it a little bit of a spring thing? No, that's what Easter is. Easter is a celebration of spring. Oh my gosh, but it's Irish. <laughs> to you. I mean, okay, it's trust Easter, me, in but Ireland, potato. It's not even springtime in March, in mid March. In Ireland, it's still cold. Hey, and Siri. Rainy. What is St. Patrick's Day all about? Let's see what Siri says. Here's an answer from Wikipedia.org. Your Siri is an Englishman. Oh, they're celebrating. Okay, there you have it. It celebrated the arrival of... You don't like Irish, Irish culture. Irish people. You don't like <laughs> Irish people. She, it celebrates so the up. heritage and culture of Irish in general. That's so you just thing. don't like Irish people, is I that really it? I feel like this is going to have to have a disclaimer <laughs> okay, in the front of Okay, okay. When you guys are out Irish river dancing... Oh, I'm getting my kilt. Day, I'm getting my kilt. Which is Scottish. With my potatoes in each hand. I'm going to be doing a river dance okay. with my cabbage. When I see you guys out river dancing on St. Patrick's uh -huh. Day, wearing all green and <laughs> eating cabbage and potatoes, <laughs> then I will embrace St. Patrick's Day. Okay. Challenge accepted. Challenge accepted. <laughs> Post a photo on the uh, Instagram. By the way, where can where can our listeners find us on Instagram? At We're Doing Good. And Facebook. We're Doing Good. And do we want, what are they, we want them to like our podcast and drop a heart. Did Give it say? a heart. Give it because, a heart. Yeah. And, 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 uh, well, they need to, on Apple Podcasts, rate and review. We have a segment that we do every week, and this, you guys love it. It's, this is now week number two. It's, uh, the segment is called Caught Doing Good. We are hoping for things. That's not, not Mission Impossible. We're going to get on the lookout for people in our world who are doing good. Anything good. Anything good that you've seen, that you've witnessed. Because listen, we know all your friends, listeners, and all they do is me, me, me about all the bad that's going on. You know, and there we know. And my my coworker drives me crazy. And my, uh, did you hear what she did? No, this is about <laughs> caught doing good. Someone you saw doing good. So let's go. Who's first? Elijah. All right, you want me to start? Go. Yeah. Okay, to the old lady at Ingalls. Elijah, do not use the word old. Maybe like that's rude. rude maybe like the mature, elderly. There's a lot of conflict here today. Her <laughs> <laughs> old. <laughs> I'm like, I said, I'm gonna pin your Irish face to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Reel it in. Okay. To the uh, experienced. <laughs> experienced. Um, that has other connotations. Let's say the... Okay, go ahead. It's Gosh. okay. You can't, you can't win. win. I don't understand why I'm here anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go home and eat cabbage. You're the conflict. <laughs> <laughs> the okay. Woman. Don't yeah. forget to, your potatoes, Patty. To the very nice lady at Ingalls the other day that not only didn't want any of her like gallons and stuff in bags, but also uh, called me honey like 10 times over the exchange. It was nice to everybody. Uh, and mm. like, just was all around nice. You know who you are. Thank you. It's appreciated. Doing good. Yeah. Doing good. I love he it. He likes being called honey. Oh yeah. And who doesn't? Yeah. The, it's, it's nice. Well, probably some people don't like being called honey. Yeah, it's a little I bit really stale. Don't. It's I don't stale. Like honey by it's bad girls. if it's people my age calling other, it, it's, it's Calling just old ladies. If you're just doing it for the sake of it. <laughs> No, but she was like she actually was really sweet and sincere. Yeah, yeah. She, she seemed like it. she'd be like a cool grandma. Type oh, of oh, sorry, I, I said that. old again. Oh, yeah. Frick. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, who's up next? 
Susanna, I'll go, caught doing good. Who, so my phone case recently cracked, right? So I've got two younger sisters, and the youngest of the two hopped right on the opportunity to make me a new phone case. Mm. So it's beautiful. She took a white. She, I don't. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm pretty sure she spray painted um, an iPhone 11 case white. Um, and then she cut up a bunch of pieces of purple yarn and hot glued them all over the phone case and then cut out a face out of foam and made a little face on it. So it just looked like a purple furry monster. And it wasn't very, it was mm, not professionally done, but it was, it was cute. And it, it was, was super sweet. cute. It was a rug case. And did this unprompted? Yes, no, I did not ask her to do that at all. She just noticed that my phone case was cracking and it was imposing a threat to the safety of my phone. So she definitely took the opportunity and it was very sweet that of her. That is absolutely beautiful. And she she personalized it to my interest. She made it purple and everything and it was all... What was the face of? It was textured, yep. And it has a little face on it. Yes. That is the cutest thing. Just a smile. Caught doing good. I love it. How about you, Dr. Becky? Mm, pass. Okay, you are allowed to tell people how you did good because we've already <laughs> discussed this and caught doing good. Really, you, you're the only person you know that. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> if you'd missed it last week, she says, I started thinking about anybody doing good, and all I could think of was me. <laughs> uh, to, to, uh, That's such a character flaw. Listen. To, to, <laughs> Uh, Dr. Becky's husband, Mr. Justin, if he's listening to this, he's like, I've been telling you all. I'm telling you. Okay, while you think, I'll go, because we're almost out of time for our chat. We have to welcome uh, Nancy Fishman with Johnson City Public Art in just a moment. So I'll, I'll make this quick. I, caught doing good for me was I finally got my parents in to get their COVID vaccine. Nice. And uh, and I know that it, that they get paid to do it, but those awesome employees at the health department who are out there in their masks and in the cold and their face shields, and they're having to like roll people's car windows down mm-hmm. and read their handwriting and roll their sleeves up mm-hmm. and put the vaccine in and the next, you know, and mm-hmm. then they have to deal with the anger when they've run out. And mm-hmm. I just want to say uh, I, I caught them doing good. It's just really on the front line. I know it's their job. I know they get paid but not enough in my world i think they're great yeah okay so i'm gonna hit i'm gonna hit a different group then and i'm gonna hit the um the public school administrators and the teachers in the elizabethan city school system because Mm -hmm. our kids are she's praising them our kids are going back to school four days a week um and that is and i uh you know everybody's all over the board on this but I see every day the toll that this whole pandemic and the up uprooting of um, a lot of the social institutions that we've kind of relied on um, caused. And um, I think that that's probably the biggest thing, uh, the biggest thing to start feeling like we're back to normal is yeah. getting the kids back to school. Shout out to all of them, right? Yeah. I mean, districts everywhere that yeah. are working to get the kids back and in they're, class. And, 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 and they're, making it a priority to get these kids back in some stability. And I really, I do appreciate it. I'm going to shout them out. A little piece of me just died. Yeah. (laughs) Susanna's not in favor of going back to school full time. You know, our executive producer, uh, Leighton, has said all along that the best chat segments at the beginning of a podcast lead up to the guests. And I don't know that we've ever done a worse job than right now. Uh, But with that said, let's plow forward because we've got a great one today. Nancy Fishman with Johnson City Public Art, who's going to let us know about how she's a part of a movement to bring beauty and art in her community. Nancy Fishman, welcome. Thank you for being here on Doing Good, the podcast. Your first podcast? It is my first podcast. Are you scared? Um, a little nervous, yeah. <laughs> Which is scarier, uh, being on the podcast or going to a Johnson City Public Art Council meeting, or a Johnson City Public Arts meeting? Uh, being on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, welcome. It's so good to, to, to have you on the podcast today. And uh, and you'll, you'll have to forgive us because I've already said it. There, there used to be a Johnson City Public Arts Council. Now there is a group called Johnson City Public Art. So what is that? Uh, we are a city city commission, uh, part of the, the Johnson City um, Board of Commissioners, of, right? Range of commissions, mm-hmm. yeah. 
Um, so we, we were about, uh, I think, uh, maybe 15 to 20 people altogether. Uh, we serve three-year terms, and uh, we go through the, the uh, process of applying for the commission, and the commission itself picks who they think are qualified people. Oh, okay. And then that goes in front of the John C. Commission itself um, to, to actually approve of everyone. Um, and so it's, you're volunteering. We're volunteers. Yeah, yeah. we we have um, we're sort of under the auspices of uh, Phil Pinzola and the Public Works Department, mm-hmm. and we have uh, he has um, a staff person who's kind of dedicated to us. So we do have one single staff person. Uh, well, plus plus his secretary uh, helps also, but we are all volunteers. Yes. Good for you. So, yeah. You're doing good. <laughs> well, I think. People, when they come to Johnson City, particularly downtown Johnson City, hopefully they can see the difference from, you know, five, ten years ago. And hopefully they're getting a sense of what the value of public art is with this whole kind of renewal um, movement that's happening so um but i think that it would be interesting for them to hear from you nancy about what sorts of things the uh the public art uh is the public art council is doing and um and what's coming up so um so i guess let's just let's just talk about that what do you what 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 has the public art commission done in the last year that uh you think is important for people to know about well we um we always we try to look at um what's coming up ahead we try to do a one year and 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 look at the next five years or so Mm -hmm. but in the past year um, we did um, the, the mural that's on the corner of, of Buffalo and um, Market Street, mm-hmm. um, and we also helped with the uh, the um, Centennial uh, Committee for the Nineteenth Amendment. Um, they put up a mural that's on Ash Street, okay. uh, across from the Ash Street uh, Courthouse, okay. and that will be part of the whole uh, Walnut Street uh, redevelopment project there. So that will. Um, that's a a great tribute to the 19th Amendment and all the folks who were involved with getting that passed. Mm-hmm. Um, we also uh, have put up uh, wraps around the traffic control boxes, those ugly, you know, metal, gray <laughs> metal boxes now. Okay. Um, we have probably seven or eight okay. now that have been covered with uh, murals. Um, a couple, three of them were done by children. Uh-huh. And uh, the the latest four that we just installed uh, were from a professional call that we put out. Okay. So we do a combination of uh, trying to promote local artists as well as bringing in uh-huh. um, other professionals from outside the area. Uh-huh. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, we've been doing um, quotes in the sidewalks. I don't know if you've noticed walking around downtown. Every once in a while you'll see a, um, a carved stone uh, sidewalk part of the sidewalk that has actually a quote, an artistic quote. I saw some at Founders Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there's one on each end of Founders Park. Um, What else have we done this past year? That's okay. Well, let's talk... Let's let's talk about the mural that's out here on the corner of Buffalo and Market. Um, and that's kind of how the whole public art um, commission came into my brain was because we had been recording a podcast last fall and Layton said, hey, have you seen the mural that our, our executive producer, Layton, mm-hmm. um, said, hey, have you seen the mural that's out here? And I was like, oh, OK, a mural. All right. Oh, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and so I walked out Murals and I so, was just yeah. like. Uh, blown away. Blown yeah. away. Yeah. And he and um and you know so doing so and I was like, what an impact this has. What what is the impact of this mural piece of art in this location in Johnson City, Tennessee? What kind of impact is that going to have on our community? Um, and not only does it take kind of an eyesore and turn it into something that's that's pleasant and uplifting to look at but it also i think gives a sense of sort of civic pride and look we we do have something we we are beautiful we are attractive we're we do have something great to look at Mm -hmm. um and so 
I was so I was as I was ruminating on all of these things, I was like, "Well, we got to talk to the developer. <laughs> She's got to be on the podcast." So um, I've been after Josh for a couple of months because um, Josh is our reach out guy. But I was like, oh, "We got to we got to talk to them. We got to talk to them about what they're doing and and why this is important." Um, but really, I want to talk nuts and bones because the artist who did that is a Dutch artist, correct? Yeah, but he does. Uh, um... He lives in, uh, <laughs> I'm not sure where he lives. He's, I think he lives in the United States somewhere. Okay. Yeah, so he's um, he's so a U.S. How, resident. What was the process of getting him here to do that mural for us? What we do is we put out a call when we have a, a project in mind that we want to get um, a lot of uh, artists to submit mm-hmm. proposals to. So what we do is we put out a call. It goes nationally. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we advertise in all the arts journals and and word of mouth and stuff like that so what happened was we we put out the specifications for the project Uh and a budget so that the artist knows exactly what um is expected of them and how much they're going to get paid right and uh we we usually we choose a wall specifically for that Uh for that one piece and what we get um proposals coming in we have a committee uh that consists of uh, some some public art committee members. Plus, we try to get some outside community members involved as well. Mm-hmm. So we pick the top three, um, and th- it's not. Uh, sometimes the artist will send a rendering of of what they're mm-hmm. what they're thinking of, but a lot of times it's basically um, a uh, their their own work, mm-hmm. what they've done in the past, mm-hmm. and we usually have a theme mm-hmm. um, as well. So. Uh, we pick the top three mm-hmm. artists that that we think would do it. Then we they give a then they do a rendering and they do a presentation okay. to the entire public art committee, uh-huh. and then we decide out of the top three uh, which one we want to work with. Okay. So that was that that was um, what came out of this, and we just love we just love this guy's work. Oh yeah. His name is Das D A A S. And uh, he's well known. Mm-hmm. He's got a um, international reputation, mm-hmm. and uh, he just what you know the the whole idea of of um, kind of unity and, and um, diversity, mm-hmm. and, and he just really he hit the nail on the head. With we that. have to paint a picture for our listeners who can't see it and who've never been in it. This is a massive wall, the side of a brown brick building, mm-hmm. the building we're in right now, yes. actually. Right. A four-story building. A four, massive. Yeah, this so, is a great wall. We love this wall. And brick. Yes. And then you, it, how tall is it, Nancy? Oh, gosh. I, uh, I really, I don't know the dimensions. It's like 50, 60 it's, feet. It's tall. Huge. It's big, yes. And it's three <laughs> children. Yes. And and I and and I think it's important to say that on the left is a a, a little Caucasian girl, and the middle is a, a, an Asian uh, heritage girl, and then on the left is apparently an African American boy. Right. And all three of them couldn't care less about anything other than the beauty of the plants right. and the dirt, and they're in a garden. Right. Right. Am I right. painting this properly? Yep. Bright, vibrant colors, and it's what is it about it? It it, it I think Becky's hitting on something important. I have driven by that wall all of my life. <laughs> I've never even noticed that wall. Right. And now I drive by it and I cannot wait to come around the corner so I can just look at it. Right. What's happening in that moment? It's what and what are you hoping is happening in that moment? Well, it's it's kind of it's it's an exploration of of how life can be as far as I'm concerned. And the title of it is called We'll Always Be Together. And uh, the idea was was um, I think the theme for this particular call was was bounty. So we were looking at uh, what what makes our lives bountiful, and the fact that these three little kids are are planting a garden together, and they know that that this is something they will always be doing together. Mm-hmm. And um, Dang, that's beautiful. Just, yeah, it it's just. I think it's it's just striking, and th- this artist was really, uh, you know, he was he was great to work with. Um, I don't know if you you saw when he started, but he did. I mean, he completed this thing in like yeah, two two weeks. two weeks. Yeah, 
So it was an amazing thing. Um, and he worked by himself. Um, and he was open to talking with, with the press and talking with mm-hmm. us as he, as he went along. Uh, we did a little dedication. Um, and he talked about also uh, how he came up with the idea and, and what it meant to him. And just, you know, with, with everything that was, was going on this past year, um, something that, that marks... Uh, how we can live together, mm-hmm. how we can all work together on mm-hmm. on a single project and make it um, make it come alive. Um, this really, I think, hit hit the spot for us. And I gotta agree. I mean, it was it it that was in a time where I was just sort of mentally and emotionally exhausted <laughs> from all the pandemic stuff. Yeah. And and it really did when 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 executive producer Layton said, "Go out and look at this thing," and I was like, and I, and I was like, oh. and so, but I don't want to lift my head up and look. I looked at it. It was instantly. Oh, I instantly again just this feeling of hope mm-hmm. and and that isn't that the whole point of public art is yeah. to uplift the spirit right exactly um and 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 it's accessible you don't have to go to a gallery where you yeah. may feel weird right or you don't have to pay you know forty dollars admission to the fine art museum you just walk out on the corner and instantly you feel a little bit better about life right mm-hmm. and that's what and that's what this was important about public art, and I um, and, and so so I'm I'm uplifted and I'm glad that Johnson City recognizes the need for public art. Um, and so I don't know. I'm waxing philosophical. <laughs> well, I think it begs, begs a question: Has it? Have you lived here a while? I've lived yeah. here over forty years. Okay, yeah. so I, I, I have. I think we all have. We're all of us have been around for a while. Here we are in the heart mm-hmm. of Appalachia, known around the world for its global art culture. <laughs> Not so much, <laughs> right? I mean, and and I'm very proud of where I'm from, and I know that there are people here who support the arts. I just don't think we're known as being an arts supportive community. So has it been a hard sell to turn the focus in this part of the world? Or, and, you know, maybe you're listening in another part of the world where you're like, people don't love art in my town. Has it been a hard sell to, to get to make art a priority? I, uh, in, in some ways, yes. But I think on the whole, it's it's been um, it's been a, a good road. It's been a uh, I think when 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 the public art committee started, um, they took two years to kind of put together. Um, their mission statement guidelines and what they wanted to accomplish from it. And I think the leadership of Phil Pinzola was, was amazing. The public works director. The public works director. He, this kind of all started when, when Founders Park was being created. Mm -hmm. Uh, The flood, when the flood plane was, you know, they they were trying to uh, manage the water, manage manage the water there. Yeah. Um, And he kind of wandered around uh, this kind of opens once they knock down buildings down, and it was really his vision to see uh, sculpture put in. And I don't know if you've been to Founders Park, but but we do we do a sculpture call every two years. So we get uh, okay. I think fourteen or fifteen pieces of sculpture put in. That's also a national call, and we also we have a uh, usually have a juror who helps pick those. Um, but the idea is to to take uh take a open field kind of thing and and beautify it by putting art in it and i think people people sometimes walk by there and and don't see anything but i think there's enough people who actually walk through there and say ooh that's cool mm-hmm. and start looking at it looking at the the pieces of sculpture that are in there so it moved from that kind of thing to as i said doing the Traffic control boxes. We've got four more coming up to do this year. Uh, Let's stop for a second. Founders Park is in Johnson City, Tennessee. If you've never been there, it is a large, beautiful, grassy area in the middle of the downtown. It used to flood all the time. Now there's a beautiful creek. It doesn't flood anymore, and it's a a place for your art. Now you're talking about these traffic boxes. Mm -hmm. Okay, what is a traffic box? Okay, um, on, on many corners in the city, there's these big, huge kind of gray metal 
Gorgeous. Boxes. Just stunning. Just stunning. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so we decided. Thanks, Metal Box. Yes, to make them, to actually make them stunning. And you have done so, that. Yeah. You have done that. So paint a picture. What are we looking at now? Okay, we have, um, we've got two that were done with kids at uh, the Boys and Girls Club. Okay. We have one near the library that was done by a young artist um, under kind of under the supervision of one of our um, one of our committee members, and then we've got four more uh, one near um, one near uh, Langston, um, and I can't remember where all of them are, but the couple along um, there's one at the corner of uh, uh, State of Franklin and Watauga. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think there are two. Two on with maybe on with talking. So okay. you have wrapped so, them. You've taken the art, transferred it into some sort of material that can yeah. be applied to metal, right. and wrapped the box. Yeah, we work with um, a company that does um, does uh, automobile oh promotional wrap stuff. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So they you know they know what they're doing too. <laughs> I like the way you said that automobile stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where they put like labels on cars, right? right. <laughs> um, so it's some kind of yeah, some kind of um, you know vinyl material or uh-huh. something that they. They can paste onto the box. And something ugly became something beautiful. Yeah. That is a recurring theme for Johnson City Public Art, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Take something, that, let's just be honest, it wasn't the most beautiful brick wall. Right. And now it is truly, as right. Becky said, uh, like an automatic inspiration. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that kind of the mission? I mean, do you see it? I mean, you could look at it very mechanically and say our job is to put up art around town. But is it? <laughs> Something. No. I mean, is there a deeper? Yeah, we we want to enhance public spaces and and kind of lift up the vision of our city, um, not only for people who live here, but to make it welcoming to other people who come from outside. Mm-hmm. We got a lot of people coming here uh, mainly for the recreation mm-hmm. uh, possibilities, but we think we can become an arts destination also, mm-hmm. and hopefully that will attract people to come to town and spend money and. And kind of enhance our economic uh, mm. basis yeah. as well. Yeah. So. Well, and, you know, teenagers love a good mural, you know, because it's the perfect backdrop for those Instagram selfies. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, You're so, right. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. That, no, it, well, that's, yep. <laughs> that's <laughs> one of the purposes, too. And, yeah. and we, we do it with an eye to the fact that people would want to do, yeah. you know. Ho- do hold up, stuff. hold up, hold up. We're talking about... <laughs> You all are thinking in terms of that, of oh, yeah. murals as backdrops so people can take selfies? Yeah. That's genius. <laughs> I, I mean, it, it, uh, Josh doesn't spend enough time on social media. No. <laughs> but I have seen, I think it's in Asheville, there is a mural with wings. Yeah. Or yeah. like a butterfly. And they stand yeah. in front of the wings. Yeah. And, and I'm like, why is everybody standing in front of that wall? Yeah. And, and meanwhile, it's a beautiful mural. Yeah. So you're talking about a similar idea. Yeah. And we have, you know, we don't... I don't know if you've seen the one uh, that's in King Commons Park, uh, around the corner from where another uh, downtown Atlanta, park, gorgeous Atlanta. with the garden. Yeah, like outdoor animals. Um, Am I right? Well, that's right. coming up. Um, it's got right now. It's got uh, we we did the fencing around the uh, on the bridges. Um, oh, artistic yeah. fencing, and it's got pollinators and and um, uh, sculpted metal. Yeah. I yeah, need to so, see this. Yeah. It's beautiful. And then um, around the corner from where Atlantic Ale is, is is the first mural that we put up. Right. Um, is um, And it's it's also on the the local flora and fauna kind mm-hmm. of theme mm-hmm. with, um, you know, pictures of local animals and That's and the one I'm thinking and, of, yeah. Yeah. So, um, so all of these were kind of... That's the the idea is to have them there to, for people to see, but also for people to take pictures of themselves in front of. Right. So yeah, yeah, this, because it really it also kind of gets the word out, and everybody's like, "Well, I'm going to go take a picture in front of the mural and um, uh, the the train mural." The first the first time this came to my attention was the train mural <laughs> that's over and it's in it's majestic on, majestic park. Okay, yeah. so yeah, it's one of the vacant sort of lots that yeah. they've turned into a public space there, yeah. um, and. This one was an eighth grader, just finished eighth grade graduation. Points to Susanna. And we had, and she and her friend wanted to go take pictures in front of the train mural. Yeah. And I was like, it's a picture of a train. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. And actually, we, we, we are paying the artist to come back in and, and uh, touch it up. Touch it up, refurbish yeah. it, because it's gotten very, it's been up there, gosh, 
Right. When when did they when did they raise the the theater? Yeah. Well, at least twenty years ago. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so it needs some some uh, touching up. So, yeah. and that's they also we have a uh, we're working on a plan also to uh, to enhance Majestic Park itself. Okay. To um, also put in more art and um, uh, make it make it a much more pleasant space for people to to sit. Did the Public Arts Committee, did they do that uh, that um, alleyway that's over there by Dos Gatos? The Breezeway. Yes. Yeah. Did you guys do we, that one? We worked, we worked with John C. Development Authority. Okay. That was mainly a JCDA project. Okay. Uh, but we helped with, um, with the artwork there. Uh-huh. Uh, we helped, pick, uh, you know, pick the artist. We, we, what we'd like to do uh, and what our mission is basically is to anything that goes up outside uh, in specifically – um, well, anywhere, uh, we would like to have some input sure. into what goes up on, on walls and, and in public places. But it's really so. nice, too, because they put in um, some outdoor picnic tables mm-hmm. and chairs and things like yeah. that. And then it's like a gallery yeah. where you can just kind of sit and you can um, and you can drink your Dos Gatos coffee. Shout out to Dos Gatos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and, um, and you can just kind of appreciate these, uh, these works of art. Right. Um, and it's free and it's easily accessible. And it's... Um, it's it's genius. I think it's like it's like podcasting. It's uh, it's pretty. <laughs> it's free and it's easily accessible. And it's organic and it's yeah. people coming together. I love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have not paid attention to that See, one. See, that's so the I'm thing. Thankful you told me and about that. These are that. things that these are things that I think we sort of absorb unconsciously, yeah. and and it sort of forms our opinion of where we are, where we live, and what the world looks like around us. Mm. So I think it's important. Can you tell tell us what's coming up? Okay, we've got um last year we worked with um Travis Graves uh who's uh the sculpture professor at ETSU in the art department um to um manufacture uh 15 I think 15 little um little bronze sculptures uh-huh. that he worked with his student one of his actually beginning classes which this is, is at East is, Tennessee State University at ETSU yeah um and they also are uh, a- uh, animals. I think they're mostly animals um, that that are uh, native to this region. And those would be placed around. We've we've talked with building owners and and um, gotten permission to place those sculptures on buildings and also kind of on, on the sidewalk as well uh, around town. And we're working with with the the public library and with. Uh, couple of other volunteers and they're creating a um uh list of clues to make a scavenger hunt mm. out of it so this will be something that oh, they children. can pick up the materials mm-hmm. at the library and take you know walk with their walk, kids with their parents walking around mm-hmm. downtown trying to find all these these little sculptures that will be put up that's um so that's idea. we're hoping um i think january and february that's that's something that's kind of on the list of get those getting those up uh, once we get all the clues, and I think the public library is also working on like a kind of a story mm-hmm. that will go along oh, with that's this. Genius. So yeah. you know what what I'm hearing from you is as you attempt to do good in your community through the public art group, you have a framework of people, you have uh, bureaucrats for Pete's sakes who are supportive. Yeah, you have pieces in place mm-hmm. uh, that it works, and I'm wondering for people who maybe live in a town, you know, Na- Nancy, we have listeners around the world. Thousands. Uh, but they live in a town where they're like, y'all, art is not a priority where I live, you know. Mm-hmm. And they want to do good mm-hmm. through encouraging the public, the idea of public art. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you recommend? You know, because you, did, you didn't have to walk that road. You, as you said, it's been a good road. But, yeah. but some might have to literally bushwhack the road and yeah. make it happen. What would you recommend knowing what you've known and what you've learned? Well, I think, uh, you know, you can do so much research online now. Um, and, and one of the things that our, our original committee did uh, was go to visit other, other cities. They went to Chattanooga, and um, a couple of years ago, we, we took a trip to, um, to Greenville, South Carolina. Um, but you can go online and, and see what other, other communities are doing. And I think if you get, you know, get a, a group of people together who are really interested in this, Talk, and to go and talk with the the administration in in whatever municipality they're in, mm-hmm. um, and see if they can get 
uh, someone interested enough to listen. Uh, there's statistics out there that, about how art impacts ec economics in in communities, um, and just uh, you know, get on the phone and talk to other people who are doing this kind of work mm -hmm. and seeing what kind of um, you know how they how they went about to do it. Um, we were lucky because we had we already had uh, kind of a mentor okay. uh, with Phil. Um, you know, he was the one who who came up with the idea. Um, it, pretty remarkable. Been, that is a dude that runs the sewer department. Well, yeah, he and runs the things. water department. He worries about sidewalks right. and trash pickup. Right. And here at the same time, he's walking around and going, "Let's bring art." Yeah. Isn't that beautiful? Yeah, it is. I don't think amazing. we can brush over that. No, yeah. And 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 everybody, may you have that person in your town? Yeah, really. Who yeah. who who has the skills to not only dream it up but make it happen? Right. Um, and and the other thing is, we we've been operating really without a without a budget. Um, we don't get city funds at this point in time. Um, You're paying your through, muralists. How are you doing? Well, that? except through uh, Phil has been able to raise some money from some some um, private companies in town. Plus, um, he he's when he does a project, he he he's able to I think um, um, use some public works funds also to help. Right. Uh, but we also rely on uh, other donations. We get donations from other from individuals as well. Um, but um, that's you know, and and we're a volunteer group, so we don't none of us get paid really uh, to do any of this work, but. Every year we have to look at it, what our what our uh, expenses are going to be and figure out where the money's going to come from. We've because applied for some grants. We got a Tennessee Arts Commission grant that's last great. year. Those to, are hard to come by. Uh, yeah. So because uh, artists deserve to be paid. Yes, exactly. I think exactly. a lot of people that also acknowledging yeah. that if you're wanting yeah. to do it in your town, yeah. you don't look to these people to do it for free. Right. Right. They that's probably my, would, but they need their yeah, fund. That's been my that's been my philosophy all along. Right. Is that artists need to? Uh, yeah. I mean, artists. Artists who who depend on their art to sustain to them, sustain them mm -hmm. exactly, need to get paid. Uh, we do do we do do a um, a voluntary uh, fundraiser. Uh, we weren't able to do all, several things last year because of the the virus, but uh, we do a uh, fundraiser called we call it uh, five by five, and we get artists to contribute a piece of work that's five inches by five inches, um, and. Uh, we sell them for $25 each, oh. and we display them. We've been using the Tipton Gallery um, on Spring Street um, to display them, and uh, it's it's great. These artists love you know love to contribute. It's it's a small piece of work, so it doesn't you know it's not a whole lot of time for them. Um, but anything we else we do around town, uh, we want to be able to pay the artists for their for their time and effort because. It's, you know, time and effort. So I've been sitting here thinking they must be getting tax dollars um, through the city commission, but you're telling us there's <laughs> no tax dollars here. Well, there are tax dollars. Oh, I guess through public yeah, works. Yeah, through public works. Okay. But, um, yeah, so far up to now, it's been, you know, what whatever um, we can manage to get, uh, we get uh, several large corporations give us uh, an annual donation plus Plus, we have some individuals who do too. So, don't be discouraged if in your if you're in a city that doesn't have a public art committee. Right. It sounds to me like you can request that one be made, and and I think our vision is trying to not only highlight people who are doing good, but to try to encourage it right. for others in other towns. And there yeah. are a lot of towns that don't have public art, right? And um, and but could get there, yeah, and, and really increase the quality of life in their town in the process. Yeah. Yep. So, um, are you guys a um, 501c3? We operate through the um, Parks and Rec okay. Foundation. Okay. Yeah. So basically, and also the city. I mean, the city's not basically not for profit, so right. we're eligible uh, through through the city to get right. Grant so if money. somebody wants to, well, but also if somebody wants to donate a large yeah. sum of money, that yeah, then they, will, they need tax. Right, for. they'll get tax credit for it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so that you would donate yeah. through the city. Yeah. I'd like to donate five hundred thousand dollars, and you do a mural of me. 
Can you imagine, Nancy, if the public mm. art committee gets a, a request from somebody to do a self-serving mural? You'd yeah. be like, eh, sorry. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you can go mm. ahead and pay somebody else to do that. <laughs> not, <laughs> not our priority. Yeah, that's how you, if you're going to get $500,000, yeah, right. you probably you just, just hire your own artist. Yeah, your own artist. Yeah, right. Uh. Hey, we have some teenagers who are chomping at the bit to talk to you about public art. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. With no further ado, our teen hosts are here. <laughs> okay. okay. Hi, Nancy. Really nice to see you. Good to see you. Uh, my name is Elijah. I'm hi, Susanna. Elijah. And Susanna, hi. Yeah, nice it's really nice to have you here. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is great. Um, just wanted to start it off um, kind of tying into what our parents were just talking about. Do you have any projects coming up that uh, you want to share with everybody? Yeah, actually, a, a big project um, and actually got uh, a front page in the John State Press, which was nice. Um, the Public Works Department is, is um, doing some... Uh, hardscape uh, work on the uh, North Rhone Street area. And uh, we've we've put out a call for uh, muralists to come in and work on the overpass, the I-26 overpass that goes over Rhone Street, North Rhone Street. Um, there's, I think, four four actually walls that can be used. So the, the theme for that is... is um, let me try look at my cheat sheet here. Um, it's actually, um, I'm sorry. Uh, it's actually kind of celebrating, celebrating our area in terms of, of recreation, uh, wellness, um, and, um, you know, kind of wants, want to highlight, um, the, the outdoor. Like biking and hiking type of things. Yeah. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. So that's, that's what the theme is. So we're. As we as we've done in the past, put out a national call, and we'll be looking at what uh, artists send to us in terms of their uh, kind of work that they've already done, and then pick three artists we want to work with, possibly, um, and have them actually do some renderings, oh. and then uh, the committee will pick the one artist that they. I'm sure that'll be best, so. very exciting and yeah. beautiful yeah. to look at. And this is actually, I think, the biggest project we've done so far. Even bigger um, than the mural out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms of, because um, it's like four different walls that they've got to, you know, oh, incorporate yeah. all together. So uh, it's going to be really a neat project, I think. And it will, you know. So I don't know that it'll be visible from I twenty six, but definitely people going up and down North Rhone Street will see it. Yeah. And they're they're trying to put in more uh, uh, more pedestrian access along that whole section of North yeah. Rhone Street. So when that'll. You know, open up the area for people to walk through and everything. So, when is it expected to be done? I think we're looking at um, sometime uh, before the end of the year. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Can't wait. All right. That was uh, super enthusiastic. Well, I yeah, I don't go through there that much, but yeah, <laughs> no. can't wait. No, uh, <laughs> no, it is. It's you know, I mean, if you drive to Kingsport or Bristol, you know, or if, you know, a lot of people, I don't. Yeah, it, a lot of people go shopping up at the mall and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, exactly. and people come off the the highway to come into town, so they'll be they'll be visible that way as well. So, it's be really neat. I think Johnson City is beautiful. I think that it's like a, a smaller city that has lots of vibrance yeah. to it. So, um, what is your favorite Johnson City project that the public arts group has done? I I like the sculpture project um every two years we we bring in new sculptures and and that's coming up this year we'll uh in may we'll take out the sculptures that were here and and bring in new ones and i just i just love being able to walk around and and seeing all this this really great Mm -hmm. sculpture it's more modern art right um well it's it's a combination we've had some stuff that that looks fairly traditional but yeah there was a lot of kind of modern art aspect yeah, to more it impressionistic well. yeah 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 and it's so. cool that they cycle out because you see a lot of yeah. these public things in which they have the same art for like 20 years and eventually though it can become like a, a staple of the you know the park it's what the park is known for it also does get a little bit stale to the people looking at it yeah for the hundredth time well and this also it's interesting because all of these pieces are for sale so uh we've had several pieces that were purchased by individuals and then donate it back to the city so it's kind of been building up our our permanent collection as well that's cool um so um so some of the things you know have been will be there for a while 
but um, I think the variety of stuff that we bring in every two years is kind of makes it exciting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. So um, I kind of wanted to get a little bit deeper with this, but uh, this podcast is about doing good. Mm -hmm. And what, in your opinion, is good about art? Well, it, it, I think just enhancing our, enhancing our community, it brings in uh, work that, that people won't, wouldn't ordinarily see on a, on a daily basis. Um, it's, it's, um, gives people a, a, we talked about a little bit about this before. It's, it's free. It doesn't cost anybody to go look at it. Um, and it's educational. It's, uh, allows people to see what's happening around in, in the art world itself. So I think it's, it's just, you know, the fact that we've got art in our community kind of makes, it makes me feel that, that we've got a better community. Um, it, and it just kind of beautifies, you know, takes takes an extra step from the natural beauty that we have here and gives gives human creativity a showcase as well. Yeah. Um, I want to know what inspired you to do what you do with art. Do you have a personal interest in art? Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, I'm a potter. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, so my interest came – well, actually, I've always been interested in the arts here – uh, when we moved here, um, gosh, in 1978, uh, there was no arts council. Uh, we had a symphony, um, and also we had a um, a uh, theater company that created their own plays. So I kind of got involved with that. It was called the Road Company. Uh, I got involved with that, and then as the the arts council kind of um, was under development, uh, I became part of the the arts council. Um, uh, but I had always, I had always been interested in music, and uh, I took up pottery uh, when I first moved here. Um, then we started a family, and kind of um, uh, about maybe ten or twelve years ago, I started taking classes at ETSU in in ceramics. So, uh, you know. When when I heard about the public art committee coming along, I was I was really excited about that, and so I finally did an application and got involved with that. Uh, so uh, art's always been a part of my life, whether it's theater or music or uh, going to museums. So I just I was really glad to see um, the arts council and the public art committee come along and and start putting up public art in public places. Yeah, so. yeah, totally. I think pottery is <clears throat> so cool. I love. I don't understand how people do it. Oh, I love it. It's, it's so great. Yeah. You need to come take a class. So yeah, I should. <laughs> yeah, it looks uh, like it'd be hard. Yeah, because I bought a building over on Commerce Street, just right around the corner. Really? Um, and it's going to be um, artist studios, a gallery, and a bakery cafe. My younger daughter's a, a, a pastry chef, um, but the I mainly bought the building so I'd have my own studio space. Because cool. I've always I've, the only space I've used has Is been at ETSU. ETSU. Yeah. Um, so I needed to, you know, find my own place. Anyway, that's amazing. Yeah, I'm hoping by the end of February we'll be open. Are you gonna uh, get so. a kiln and everything? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Actually, I've got I've got a couple of used kilns and a pottery um, wheel. And well, I don't throw. I do hand building. Okay. Because uh, I've got problems with arthritis. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the hand building is is great. So um, I'll have to come and make so a you'll bowl. Have to come, yeah, yeah and, make a bowl and, or something. Yeah, I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping uh, we'll have a classroom space as well. So um, I I don't know specifically if i'm going to plan on teaching but i will have other artists teaching and holding classes so that's cool what so are keep you call, an eye out. what are you calling it it's um atelier okay. 133 the the address is 133 north commerce street yeah atelier is french for studio um so um and i've got uh 14 14 studio spaces and i've already got artists who um that's amazing planning to move in so and the gallery will have uh monthly shows and and I hope to maintain a partnership with the public art committee to be able to do stuff uh, with with them. Yes. At the gallery. So, so you'll remain the chair. Of well, the... no, I I rotate off. Um, I've served two two three year terms, and um, usually they like you to rotate off uh, once you've done two terms. So, okay. Uh, but I plan to uh, continue my relationship with the yes with the committee. Yeah. And do as much together uh, as I can with them. So because you're invested in it by now, yeah. I imagine. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've always, I've always um, 
looked forward to uh, partnerships with the arts, with various groups, agencies, or, or businesses, or public libraries we're doing here, John C. Development Authority. Um, I just think that really strengthens the the uh, the purpose of what we're doing. Yeah, absolutely. So. Um, from your perspective, what can teens be doing in their own communities for the greater good? Hmm, that's an interesting question. Well, I think any kind of volunteer work that you can get involved in. Um, I think um, I think the the fact that uh, the the public schools sort of have a, re a volunteer requirement. Yeah, I think it's great. Um, I think any any time you you can work with um, either disadvantaged people with, with food bank or with um, with the public library or any of those things, it just it kind of uh, broadens your horizons uh, for young people. They get it yeah. get some idea of what what other people are going through, um, what their lives are like, and it just you know it kind of I think gives you a basis for for uh, long-term community service. Yeah. I agree. And yeah. I, I agree with what you say about um, it being a requirement. Like that provides some incentive for a mm -hmm. lot of students. Yeah. I, I want to also know uh, how important do you think it is for teens not to be only involved into uh, volunteering, but also to be involved in the arts themselves? Do you think there's a value to that? Oh yeah. Um, and we, we try, uh, we've got a project coming up. It's um it's a series of banners that will hang from the light poles in Founders Park. Um, and we, we're putting out a call for, um, for anybody, uh, whatever age you are. And we've got like three, three age groups defined. Um, so I'm hoping we get, uh, we get as many young people involved in that as we can. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, just trying to um, either, either, I know some people are very creative and some people are less creative, but I think anytime you're involved in any kind of an art thing, it also, it, it kind of expands your, um, expands your, um, interests, interests and, and, uh, allows you to kind of, um, look at the way other people see, see the, see life through other eyes. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you know, if you guys are, are artistically inclined, uh, or know other people, let other people know that this is out there, uh, this banner thing. We will, so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's time for us to do a little bit of yeah, a game. Yeah, we've got a little trivia game for it's you. It's going to be rapid fire. <laughs> We're uh -oh. going to do it real quick. <laughs> I'm not so great at this. Yeah, so I'm going to start. <laughs> We're going to pass off questions. Okay. Just see if you can get any of them right. All right, okay. Okay, what was the first pizza chain in the United States? Oh, gosh. Uh <laughs> it was Pizza Hut. It was a Pizza Hut. Yeah, yeah. I know Wendy's was was early in the hamburger thing. Yeah. True. A, All right. Rolex is a company that specializes in making what type of product? Watches. Yes. Name three capitals in Europe: uh, Paris, uh, London, and um, uh, Rome. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Typewriter is the longest word that you can type using only the first row on a Q-W-E-R-T-Y -E keyboard. True or false? Typewriter. Uh, hmm. False. That's true. Is it true? Yeah. <laughs> um, what berries do coffee beans most resemble? What berries do coffee? They're cranberries. <laughs> Cherries. Cherries. Pretty close. They're commonly, really? yeah. Hmm. Oh, you mean before they dry mm -hmm. them, take the... Yeah, so a lot of people yeah. consider them cherries. Hmm. Hmm. What is the Portuguese word for Brazil? Um, Brazil. Yeah, Brazil. <laughs> Just with an S. Oh, so. wow. Okay. What kind of fish is Nemo? Uh, clownfish? Yes. <laughs> Uh, which essential condiment is also known as the Japanese horseradish? Uh, uh, wasabi? Yes. Hmm. What is a group of lions known as? A pride. Yes. <laughs> All right. There are eight, 86,400 seconds in a day, true or false? That sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> you did really well with that game. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah so, what are you talking about being bad at it? <laughs> 
That's all we've got for you today. Thank you. It was so nice to talk to you today. It was great talking with you. Uh, Where can people find you before we leave? Um, Okay, we've got uh, our our website is JC Public Art. Uh, I think it's dot com. Um, So, uh, and we're on Facebook. Uh, We have an Instagram page. So, uh, just look up John City Public Art, and you should be able to um, find all the social media. That's awesome. great. So, we should. Yeah. We'll we'll definitely be checking it out. Yeah, and we look forward to seeing the art projects that happen over the next few years. Yeah, I'm excited. We we've, we've got some good stuff coming up, and and um, um, yeah, check out the check out the social media because that's we post our calls on that too. Yeah. It's, so, um, yeah, and I love talking with you guys. Yeah, yeah. Thank great. you. Thanks for coming <laughs> yeah, today. Now we are. Okay. Now we know who to thank for all the stuff around town. Oh yeah. Well, it's yeah. not just me, but yeah. the public art committee. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. Thank well, you. Thanks a lot. Okay. That's our show. Thanks so much for listening to Doing Good, the podcast. And you can find us, if you'd like to hear more, at our website at we'redoinggood.com or on Facebook or Instagram at We're Doing Good. So please like our pages and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We all have something that we can be doing, so just take the first step. Everybody show some love and do some good. Have a great day.